Starcasting to you from the City of Angels. Hi, everyone. My name is Kiris. Thank you so much for being here and listening to the Voice of Astrology podcast. Astrology is the eternal, indestructible superpower of the cosmos. And if you're looking for the force and freedom to make your own choices in life, to live the life that you want to live, then you've come to the right place, baby. All you got to do is look up. Now, The astrology this week begins Sunday, May 22nd through Saturday, May 28th, 2022. Journey with astrology and let's explore how to connect with the stars, the planets, the energy for our new week ahead. Now on Sunday, May 22nd, we are crossing over a threshold. We have the fourth quarter moon at one degree Pisces. So we're going to move from fourth quarter to new moon. One degree Pisces is one of the royal stars, the watcher of the south. There are four royal stars in astrology and one degree Pisces, one two degree Pisces. This aligns with a fixed star called Formulo. Some people pronounce it Formulo, but regardless of how it's exactly pronounced, the beginning degrees of Pisces. This has to do with benevolence, protection. It's a favorable fixed star. And again, it is one of the four royal fixed stars, the watcher of the south. It's the brightest star in the constellation of Pisces. So as we cross over from fourth quarter Towards the new moon, this phase, this cycle of the moon is about the releasing, the preparation of the new action you're going to take with the new moon coming up. Fourth quarter to new moon is reflective. It's getting in touch with your own psychic ability and everybody is psychic and intuitive. The key is to trust what your inner voice, what your inner knowing is trying to communicate to you. But this fourth quarter time is what is it that you want to let go of? What do you want to release? Because it's weighing you down in preparation for the new moon action. The new moon is the baby moon coming up where everything is fresh and new and you want to get something started. So as you tap into, as you listen to your own intuitive knowing, as far as what you want to keep, what it's time to release, I think of it as clearing away the clutter, whether it's psychic clutter, emotional, physically, psychologically, but clearing away the clutter. It's a great, it's a great cleaning out time of the moon phase when you just want to let go of things, donate it to a goodwill or a homeless place where they collect clothes and items. Wonderful time as we move from fourth quarter to new moon to do that. It is it is all year round. But that feeling of I want to open up a space and clear away stuff because you're, you want to travel lightly as you take the new action at the new moon. I happen to love this fourth quarter to new moon cycle to do this. 
also, of course, keeping your dream journal, your, your writing things down. Pisces is the sign of imagination and how you're visualizing the future. Pisces is the artist, the dreamer. So writing things down, keeping your dream journal, getting one if you don't have one, that's also a really good tool to use as we go from fourth quarter to new moon with this very favorable fixed star that is protection. It's the watcher of the south. It's royal. Now, on the same day that we have this crossover threshold, we also have Mercury retrograding back into the sign of Taurus. So when Mercury retrogrades back into the later degrees of the sign of Taurus, that's the Pleiades, the seven sisters. The seven sisters were the daughters of a Titan in Greek mythology. And with Mercury retrograding on this day, May 22nd, back into fixed Earth Taurus, ruled by Venus. Venus is still in Aries. That's a lot of cardinal fire getting something started. Also, the fourth quarter moon, one degree Pisces, ruled by Jupiter, Jupiter is now also in Cardinal Fire Aries. I'll be taping a whole other video on that. This is just so important about getting that enthusiasm and excitement and fire. Fire is life. It's bold. It's courageous. It's also impatient. It doesn't want to wait. It wants to move forward quickly. So this preparation cycle, fourth quarter to new moon, is the buildup of the air, what I call arrows, that feeling of being alive, that aliveness, and how you're just rip roaring to go with the new moon coming up. So this is how we're starting off the week on Sunday, May 22nd. Also, there is a nice mutable influence Sun is in Gemini, mutable air, moon in Pisces, mutable water. It means the season, the time is shifting and changing. We're not fully in cardinal. We're not yet into fixed. We're in mutable, which is it's time for change. It's time for things to be moving and shifting. So this is how we're starting off the week. Love the aspects. Now, on Monday, May 23rd, we've got the sun in Gemini making a very favorable sextile to Jupiter in Aries. So this is the blending, the alchemical blending of fire and air. And when fire and air mix together, the sun in Gemini air, Jupiter in Aries fire, then this is where the flames of communication can be so positive. We're looking at the vitality, again, of setting into motion, communicating, dreaming about the new action you would like to take. The moon is still in Pisces, mutable, making a sextile to unpredictable Uranus in Taurus. 
Now, Uranus, the planet Uranus, has a very erratic pattern. So on Monday, May 23rd, and it is a five-day, expect the unexpected in a pleasant way. Mercury retrograde in Taurus also makes a sextile to Mars in Pisces, ruled by Jupiter. So think of Monday, May 23rd as 60-degree angle sextile day because those are the aspects for May 23rd meaning this lineup of sextile opportunities in astrology it's it's with a little bit of effort doing some of the work we can get a really positive outcome on Tuesday May 24th we have the biggie on this day is that Mars goes home to Aries now, the planet Mars is about right action at the right time. And Mars is at home in the sign of Aries and Scorpio. So this is a huge planetary shift. Because when we have Mars in his domicile, his castle in Aries, this is about doing everything possible to avoid a fight, to avoid violence and war. When Mars is functioning at its best, it's most comfortably, meaning Mars and Aries, Mars and Scorpio. This is about the honor that takes place connected to the right thing to do. So Mars can get a really bad rap in astrology, But when Mars is in a sign that it's happy with, that it functions well in, this is about doing everything and anything possible to not get into a fight because Mars is very comfortable and in its castle and has all of the resources available to take the right action at the right time. And also when we look at Mars and Aries, we're just looking at, again, that feeling of aliveness and excitement, that feeling of fire. Also on May 24th, the moon will move into Cardinal Fire Aries. So I love fire. Fire can burn hot. Yes, fire is impatient, but fire is life. Fire is illumination and light, and also just the happiness of being alive. Just being alive is enough to be excited and happy. Also, when I look at fire, the element of fire has to do with play. Fire is very childlike. It's spontaneity. It's let's go on an adventure. We don't have to plan out the whole thing that feeling of wanting to travel and go somewhere and have some fun. This is also the spirit and energy of fire. So this is for our Tuesday, May 24th. That is a huge shift coming up. And that moon in Aries conjunct Jupiter in Aries. The moon is that feeling of what it is that you want, uh, fulfilling the infancy needs, as I call it. I mean, Aries is the newborn baby. And that moon in Aries conjunct Jupiter in Aries. That feeling of 
just expressing and being who and what you are and not editing, taking the mask off, the defenses off, just like the newborn baby. What you see is what you get. We know what they want and where they stand. They don't hide anything. Children and babies want to play and be happy. So indulge a little bit. It is springtime after all, and the sun is in Gemini. Which, by the way, the moon in Aries will make a sextile to the sun in Gemini. There's that fire and air alchemical blend again, which is just very happy and playful on Tuesday, May 24th. When we go into Wednesday, May 25th, yes, we have Mercury retrograde in Taurus. And Mercury retrograde and fixed Earth Taurus is making an Earth trine flow to Pluto, also retrograde in Capricorn. So Mercury, the messenger god, is doing a dance, let's say, with Pluto, god of the underworld, the shadow, also retrograde. This is a return. This is a going back to something you want to script, write, do more research on a project. And it's not just any old project. It's Pluto is connected to this, which is something that will transform your life. Something that will take down the old inhibitions, the, the blocks, the walls, Pluto and Capricorn, it's coming down. And it will transform your life. Now, because we're looking at Mercury, the messenger God, the only God allowed to go down to the underworld and come back up again with the information. Your gold is hidden in your shadow. So whatever wants to come up and present itself to you, it's not about fearing it and being afraid of it. It's about taking a look at your gold, your treasure hides in the shadows. This is Pluto that I'm referring to. This is a trine flow. And so looking at this Mercury trine Pluto with the element of Earth, which is making it real, tangible, the physical the willingness also to have the discipline and do the work. To work with the gold, the treasure that is hiding in what I call the shadow. The parts of yourself that perhaps you're afraid to take a look at. Don't want to go there. Maybe you're embarrassed to look at what's hiding in the shadow. But that is where the gold is. So go there. The opportunity is there. Again, we're taking a look at how to connect with the stars, the planets, the energy. We're journeying through the cosmos together and connecting where the treasure, the gold is. Now, on Thursday, Jupiter's day, the moon enters her exaltation in the sign of Taurus. And with the moon exalted in Taurus, this is the feeling of, I want it all. 
It's the feeling of, because the moon is being in touch with our feelings in our body, but the moon exalted in Taurus is the feeling of one being in touch with just what it is that you want. Moon exalted wants it all, but what does that all mean for you? Getting in touch with that is the opportunity as we start to a little bit close out the week with the moon exalted in Taurus ruled by Venus. And so make an effort, make the choice to really feel into what brings you happiness and contentment. This is the moon when we feel filled up, satisfied, content, Get in touch with that. Also on Thursday, May 26th, we do have Venus still in her detriment, getting ready to wrap up in the sign of Aries, making a square to Pluto. Now, Venus, of course, is love, marriage, partnerships, people. The number one thing that I hear as a professional astrologer when clients come for readings the number one thing that they tend to talk about and want to know about is the relationships in their life and how they feel they have been hurt and let down by people. So with this Venus in Aries, she's the furthest away from her natural placement. Venus has been banished <laughs> out in exile in the sign of Aries and making a square to Pluto and Capricorn. A square prompts us to take action. It's a 90 degree angle. And we need some good squares here and there to get motivated, to get moving. Now, this is what's called the dark side of the moon. We're almost at the exact moment of the new moon. So when we start to wind down, meaning when the moon is getting ready, to line up with the sun for new energy and power to start the new lunation, the new month. Venus and Aries, square Pluto and Capricorn. This is a hard angle between the former and the new. Aries is the newborn baby. Capricorn is the older person, the way it's always been done, as I always say. And this is directly related to love, sex, and marriage, because we're looking at a Venus square with Pluto. This can be a time where you finally say goodbye to the relationships, especially the romantic ones that hurt you. It's the number one thing that people talk about, whether they care to admit it publicly or not. The relationships we have with others, how people have felt hurt in romantic relationships and with the venus and aries take a look at is it because you've rushed in too quickly fire wants everything yesterday we're looking at venus and aries her exile you could be contemplating with this dark side balsamic side of the moon as you're filling up with new light and energy and power how you may approach relationships 
in a different way, meaning to not rush in so quickly, to take your time to what they used to call court, get to know someone before you say, here you go, here's my heart on a platter, do what you will. This is, this is the time of the month with the Venus in Aries squaring Pluto in Capricorn, which is, re yes, releasing, letting go of the relationships that hurt you. But Capricorn is also wisdom at its best. Capricorn is the wise sage that asks us to take a look at how the decisions we make in the present, what potentially other long-term consequences of those decisions. The Venus in Aries is let's just rush right in. The Pluto in Capricorn is saying it's time to transform your relationships and perhaps look with new eyes through the eyes of longevity, wisdom, how perhaps you've been foolish in the sense of rushing in too quickly into relationships without giving yourself the time to get the facts, to know how this potentially will affect you long down the road. That's Capricorn. On Friday, May 27th, the moon is still exalted in Taurus. And then as we close out the week, Saturday, May 28th, Venus goes home to Taurus. So Venus entering her castle again, going to the place where she's relaxed. It's very important when we look at the planet Venus, which is the goddess, the law of attraction, when Venus calms down, when she's relaxed, when she feels good, what does that mean? It means that we're open to receiving, to allowing. It's not so much trying to rush ahead and push through like Venus in Aries, perhaps. It's more about now Venus is comfortable. She's home. She's feeling good. She's feeling beautiful and grounded again. She is the goddess. She's also the body. Venus, the goddess, rules over how you feel in your own skin, how you feel in your body, and being really good to your body. Now, right before Venus goes home to Taurus on May 28th, the moon exalted in Taurus makes what's called a conjunction, comes together, a cosmic hug with Uranus in Taurus. That can be sudden, unexpected things that come into your awareness about how you don't want what you thought you wanted any longer. You don't feel the same way. There can be very sudden disruptions with your emotions, how you're feeling, how you don't want it or that person anymore. And then Venus returns. She goes home. She is the queen of heaven. And when Venus is happy, the cosmos is happy. When Venus is relaxed, when you feel comfortable and relaxed, you start to allow. 
and that law of attraction kicks in at its best. Now, the law of attraction is always working perfectly. A lot of times I'll hear people say, well, when something goes wrong, it's because I'm not using the law of attraction correctly. I would like to shift that a little bit and say, when something goes wrong from your perception, that's the universe saying, stop, go in a different direction. It's trying to teach you, show you that somewhere perhaps you're off course and go in a different direction. That's a perfect law of attraction as well. And this theme, let's say, through the week, because there's always some type of thread or theme running through the astrological week with Mars going home to Aries, the moon going exalted in Taurus ruled by Venus, Venus returning home to Taurus. We're starting off the week with a royal fixed star, the watcher of the south. This theme, let's say, is getting back on track, returning home and having the relationships that you would like to have in your life. And taking the right action at the right time, Mars and Aries, to have those relationships. Also, of course, because Taurus is the money sign. It's not just the body. Taurus is the values and skills and talents you have, what you have of value to give and receive. The money situation gets much better as well. So, as we start to close off the week and we're in the dark side of the moon, the balsamic side of the moon, balsamic actually means to loosen, to loosen up. This is the time where you have been preparing for the new moon that's coming up, which we will actually have on Monday, May 30th. And we'll talk about that later, but yes, we have the new moon coming up, but right now, this week, it's letting go of relationships and allowing yourself, by law of attraction, Venus at home in Taurus, to receive and to receive, of course, the love, Venus's love, to be love, express love, receive love. That's the name of the game always anyway. So think of this week as a return, a reflection to love in your life and expressing love in your life. That's what it's all about when all is said and done. So thank you, everyone. Thank you so much for being here and listening to the Voice of Astrology podcast. I will see you all in the stars and have a great week, everyone. Thank you.